Hey, Kevin Draves here with The Howl for Diamond Box Bluetooth Speakers. I got to tell you, I play basketball at the gym down the road for me all the time. And sometimes I go late at night. I bring my Diamond Box. And now they're introducing three new systems. The new L2, XL2, and M2 all feature stereo sound by themselves or split stereo sound with wireless syncing of two units for a live sound experience. Loud enough for any environment. And I kid you not, you could play this at low volume and you'll hear it in any room of your house. This is the most powerful Bluetooth boombox speaker on the market today. Check them out on Twitter at Diamond Box Co. That's box with two X's, Diamond Box Co. Tonight, you folks at home and we here in the Coliseum will watch history in the making. The first game ever for the Minnesota Timberwolves. Welcome you if this is your first time or if you're a regular listener to the Nothing But Net channel here on Dash Radio. Nothing But Net is a channel like no other featuring all teams and all topics from everybody's favorite sport, basketball. The Howl is brought to you by our wonderful supporting partners, Rhymesayers Entertainment, the pinnacle of underground hip-hop worldwide, Studio 23, where passion reigns supreme, Isabel Street Heat, adding a bit of spice into your everyday life. All audio equipment on The Howl is brought to you by Rode Microphones. Studio quality with easy accessibility since 1973. To The Howl here on Dash Radio's Nothing But Net channel. This is our trade deadline show. uh, And really kind of an emergency show for us because the Wolves... uh, Rob, I, I would... I think it's safe to say that this might be the largest roster turnover uh, ever. in one deadline yep. ever in and really in any of the major sports. I think you could argue this is the when we'll get into it more the specifics, but I think there's a good argument once we get into that this is the best trade we've ever made. Yeah, I think I think just in general. Yeah. I mean when you look at who we who we flipped and who we I got. I guess and... you could look back and say OJ Mayo for Kevin Love obviously was pretty huge. Yeah. But I just think this is I mean, come on. Yeah. There's there's been 
a handful of, of really bad deals that Minnesota teams have made and, and a couple good ones, but I think these trades fall into the good category and, and up that number a little bit. Uh, so By the way, first things, we're jumping into oh, 2K. Yeah. I just thought I'd mention it. If you try to do trade finder for D'Angelo Russell, no offers available. I was just going to say, so <laughs> the, the big news, obviously, the Minnesota Timberwolves acquired D'Angelo Russell uh, for oh. <laughs> uh, Andrew Wiggins, a protected so, first in 2021, yep. and a second-round pick. The Wolves also received Jacob Evans and Omari Spellman, yep. correct? Funny thing is, uh, 2K deems that Steph Curry and D'Angelo Russell are untouchable, but the Warriors would trade Klay Thompson for Cat. Yeah, which we're not doing, obviously. No, but still, I thought that was funny. Uh, so that's that's the biggest move of the day. Phenomenal trade. The Wolves don't have to give up this year's first, so now they have two first-round picks this year, uh, which we can see being used as assets in the draft for maybe another superstar player, uh, one out of the, uh, the Phoenix area, uh, or they can use them to help rebuild this roster because there's going to be a lot of expiring contracts. Uh We'll we'll get into the full uh, breakdown for the Wolves here, but Rob, give me your initial thoughts on this D'Angelo Russell trade for the Wolves. I mean, it's fantastic. By the way, there is technically uh, protections as well. It is top three protected next year. That's not going to matter. We're not going to be one of the three worst teams. No. Um, well, I guess you could technically be the best of the worst, as Common Man likes to say. So you could be the team that like just barely misses the playoffs and then win the lottery, but that's yeah like, the wolves not happening. the it's wolves happening. haven't moved up in their history. They're not going to start with a pick that they could potentially lose. And you're hoping at this point, if you're trading for D'Angelo Russell, adding Cat, adding a um, we have two picks in this draft coming up. You're likely going to increase and become even better, or maybe you make a trade for Devin Booker. Maybe you're the team that does that. I don't know. I'm just saying. There's lots of options. And we didn't have these options a day ago. Exactly. Yes, two days ago because we had a huge trade yeah. yesterday as well. So, um, Rob, let's start with the deals that the Wolves made. Uh, so, first things first. Oh gosh, I even have to pull all of it up because it's such a so much went down. Such a long list. Yeah, so much went down. And and first off, just shout out to Gerson Rosas. I think the big thing with him is that. He wanted to just get rid of the Tibbs regime and and scrub it from memory, more or less. Now, obviously, guys like Gorgie, who have been here longer than the Tibbs regime, uh, were also casualties eventually. But uh, I think I think there's there's just a lot that that it looks at here. So uh, going into uh, the uh, what would it be Wednesday Tuesday night show Wednesday night. Uh, massive trade involving Robert Covington. So the Wolves on Wednesday night, Tuesday night, early hours of Wednesday, I guess you could say even, uh, go ahead and trade Robert Covington and Jordan Bell to Houston, uh, Noah Vonley, Shabazz Napier, and Kata Bates-Diop to the Denver Nuggets uh, as part of a four-team trade that also included the Atlanta Hawks. Uh, the Wolves acquired Malik Beasley and Juancho Hernan Gomez from Denver, Evan Turner, uh, from the Hawks, Jared Vanderbilt from the Nuggets, and then Brooklyn's first, which is Lotto protected uh, from Atlanta as well. So basically, Covington, Bell, Vonley, Napier, and KBD for a first, Malik Beasley, Gomez, Hernan Gomez, Turner, and Jared Vanderbilt. Now, it's also after trading uh, Jeff Teague a little bit earlier on, well before the deadline. Uh, but then the Wolves weren't done yet. So come trade line 
or trade deadline today, yeah. uh, the Minnesota Timberwolves first traded Andrew Wiggins, their 2021 top three protected first, and a second to the Golden State Warriors for D'Angelo Russell, Omari Spellman, and Jacob Evans. But then they still weren't done because then the Minnesota Timberwolves turned around and traded Gorgie Jang uh, to the Memphis Grizzlies for James Johnson. So all of that being said, we got a lot to unpack with this. First things first, I want to say best of luck to Gorgie Jang. Uh, Did not like the contract that he signed. I see why it was signed. Uh, Did not like it, but Gorgie as a basketball player in his time here, I think he did a really, really great job. I think he exceeded my expectations. Uh, But even more, Gorgie's community work, especially with his home country of Senegal, is phenomenal. Super happy he gets to play with Tyus again in Memphis. Uh, So we wish Gorgie the best of luck. Uh, Rob, the the Covington trade, the the four-team, 12-player trade that went through, uh, I was still awake and I, you and I texted a bit when it, when it happened. Yep. What are your thoughts on that deal? Cause I mean, there's a lot to take in and it, it takes a little bit of time to process exactly what happened. I think it's a great deal to be honest. I think it makes a lot of sense for, I, I in fact, I've seen a lot of people say we won the trade. I know John Hollinger came out and said yep. something along those lines that we won that trade. And he thought it was one of the better trades he's ever seen the wolves make. So very impressed with it. Love Malik Beasley. Juan Hernan Gomez, we've been we've been touting him for years. Yeah, we wanted him in the draft. Yep, we um, wanted Wancho. I wanted Malik Beasley on this team yep. too because he's he's an explosive guy. Um, I think he just was a product of uh, um, maybe not the best situation for him in Denver uh, behind Gary Harris in that that Denver role. So I mean, now he's he's still not going to be a starter, uh, but I think he does get more run with Minnesota than he does in Denver. Uh, sad to see Jordan Bell go. Um, I don't think he really got a fair shake in Minnesota. Uh, much love to the Oregon guys in the NBA. Dylan Brooks got a huge extension a couple nights ago. The Jordan Bell thing, by the way, is weird. One of the first players we grabbed in free agency, and then we basically never used him. Yeah. And every time we did, it worked well. He so was productive. It didn't make any sense yeah, to me. Exactly. Um, so wish him the best. KBD, uh, KDBitsD up. My gosh. I mean, uh, you know, it's sad to see him go. I think we saw the top of his potential list, though. Is is a bench. Role he was the one guy. guy I didn't want to lose. Yeah, but at this point, that's not like you're not. That's not going to stop you from making that trade. Exactly. It's not. Yeah. There's no holdup uh, when it comes to to Gorgie. So, or uh, uh, KBD. Uh, sad to see Gorgie go. Wiggins. I think I'm. I'm a little bit more mixed on, and that's the thing. As I liked some things about Wiggins, I thought that there were other issues in his game, and honestly, who knows? Steve Kerr. Steph and Clay might get everything out of them that he could potentially be, and we could look back at this trade three years from now and say, what the heck were we thinking? But I think a change of scenery for Andrew was the biggest thing that needed to happen. Uh, I think in Minnesota, he was not going to get to his full potential. I think he needed to do it somewhere else. Yeah, I think that's fair. Uh, Super, super happy for him, though. And and honestly, just, just wish them the best as we go. A uh, couple other trades that have come through the pipeline. Uh, Shabazz Napier got traded again, this time on trade deadline day today, to the Washington Wizards. Uh, it sounds like uh, um, 
I mean, it's it's crazy to me that he's on the move again. It sounds like he's actually going to get some some decent run there, though. Uh, probably splitting time with uh, who do they have out there? Sadoransky right now. See their other point guard in Washington. Uh, no, isn't Sadoransky with uh, the Bulls? Gosh, who's their other point guard? Or did uh, they? Well, they had Isaiah Thomas, obviously, but he's gone. Yeah. Yep, and he's actually getting cut, yep. uh, which so starts Clippers... to open the door. You wonder if a team like uh, Minnesota is going to go in because we want to get a backup. For the right price. So there's there's massive talks right now that IT is going to go to the Lakers. Oh, they could use him, and that would make a lot of sense. Yep. 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 I think that makes a lot of sense. Uh, one of the big moves, I think, for me uh, is Andre Drummond to the Cleveland Cavaliers for basically next to nothing. Uh, 2023 second-round pick I saw was in there, uh, and I think a couple lower-level players, if I remember correctly as well, Rob. Say it again. The Andre Drummond trade. Yeah, like a 2023 like, second round pick. It was a nothing pick. trade. Yeah. It was absolutely crazy. Uh, that's going to be a formidable duo in Cleveland, I think. Kevin Love and Andre Drummond. Tristan Thompson is going to get bought out. He's probably going to go to the Celtics would be my guess. Uh, I know they've, they've shown a lot of interest Could there. Be. Yeah, that was a guy they liked, I think. Uh, Marcus Morris and Isaiah Thomas going to the Clippers. Again, Isaiah Thomas is going to get uh, bought out. Uh, Jerome Robinson joining the Wizards and Mo Harkless and a 2020 first round pick uh, from the Clippers will go to the New York Knicks. Uh, a lot of very interesting moves at the deadline. Probably one of the better deadlines we've ever seen. A lot of the deadlines more recently, too, have not been good. Yeah, I would say a, a busier deadline than what we've yep. seen. Uh, Scalabissier getting, uh, getting traded uh, for just cash considerations. Uh, Detroit waving guard Tim Frazier now as well um, at the deadline. Uh, Philadelphia's waving guard Trey Burke. Philadelphia didn't really make all that many moves. Um, the 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 timeline is just so so crowded and so hectic with all of these deals coming up that we've seen. Uh, it's it's really really hard to to keep up with everything. I wonder, yeah, I wonder. The Wolves are a good example. Like, what's the next deal? Because they'll probably scour waivers and, and figure out what they want to do with the backup point guard spot. Maybe they want to go with Jordan. I've been very impressed with Jordan McLaughlin. I really like him. I know some people think he doesn't belong in the NBA. That's been a pretty common theme lately. I'm a big fan of his. And so if they end up going that route and they say, this is the guy we're going to use as a backup, I, I'm fine with that. If they feel like there's a better option that, uh, that's available in free agency, I get that too. I know they tried to make a trade for someone. My understanding is as the deadline was coming to an end – we tried to trade for a backup point guard, and it just nothing was able to get done. Which is understandable because, I mean, there's, there's so much that go into these trades um, in general. And so if you're trying to put something together last minute, it's not necessarily going to, uh, going to fully work. Uh, the other big trade that we see is Justice Winslow is now part of the Memphis Grizzlies as well. Yep. Uh, yep. In a trade that sent Andre Iguodala to the Miami Heat. Now, they uh, tried to make that a, a bigger deal. And Gallinari was going to be involved. Gallinari, and they yep. just couldn't. They could, I think it was the draft considerations that didn't work out. I mean, in the end, there was just too big of an impasse. Is my understanding. That would have been interesting, though. If they, if they had gotten him too, yeah, Miami Heat would have been legit. Not I, that they're not going to be good, but no, that they're already. Just, I think they're already a super legit contender to yep. uh, to to win the East and at least to compete with uh, with the Bucks and the Raptors. Uh, so officially, this just came through uh, the the third or tied for third longest tenured wolf on the Minnesota Timberwolves. 
For third, you said? Nas Reed. Oh, because he would have technically been here longer than Culver, I guess? Well, him and Culver are tied for third. Oh, with their tied. Time. Okay, yeah, gotcha, tied gotcha. for third. Yep. Because first is Cat, obviously. Second on the team is Josh Akogi for longest tenured. That's just Timberwolves. funny. I, yeah, it's very interesting. I credit Rosas for doing everything that he did. And I think, I, I mean, I think 100% the team's better. I mean, they, they legitimately are. Yes, they, they 100% got better. I just saw somebody come through that says, with the trades that Rosas made at the deadline, he has officially won the Iowa caucus. Uh, so <laughs> that's, that's good. So that's great to hear. Uh, just some, some great tweets overall. Uh, Chip Scoggins tweeting, I hope Ryan Saunders gathers his new team in the locker room and makes every player stand up, give his name, place of yeah. birth, and yeah. something you interesting from? <laughs> about yourself. It's like the first day of school. Oh, that's, that's fantastic. I think that's phenomenal. Uh, but a lot of people saying that the Wolves fleeced Golden State in this trade. Uh, a lot of those are Golden State fans, though, too, that are salty. I think they're going to be really – I think Wiggins, they're going to hold them accountable. I think playing with Curry and Thompson is going to be huge. Think about how many times, uh, as an example, point Wiggins, which obviously was Steph Curry. I get there's no point Wiggins. But just that added bonus of he can drive in the lane now, and the lane will be open, first of all, because they have to stay out and they got to cover shooters. They never had to cover shooters here because we didn't have any. Yep. So now you're talking that difference. Plus, when Wiggins drives in and he can throw it out to, to Draymond Green who might drive, they can throw it out to Curry for a three, to Clay for a three, and I get that those guys aren't back yet. But that's, you know, Wiggins is under contract for three more years. That's what you're looking forward to. And I think that's huge. And I think if anybody can get production out of Andrew Wiggins on a consistent basis and maybe above what he's been doing now – it's Steve Kerr and the Golden State Warriors. Agreed. Um, a lot of Warriors fans are comparing Wiggins to, or basically calling him a, a Canadian Harrison Barnes. Yeah. I, uh, what is it? No, uh, no. Poutine, Poutine. Poutine Harrison Barnes. Yeah, Poutine Harrison uh, Barnes, by the way, is, is one of my favorite nicknames ever now. Uh, but I, I, I don't necessarily agree with that. I think Wiggins has the potential to be better than Harrison Barnes. Uh, we, will, we will see. Uh, so right now we are pulling up NBA 2K. Rob has been just... Uh, hammering away, getting all of the roster updates. Trying to, to make get all this. the different players. You know, I did the, the Heat moves, the Memphis moves. So we're trying to just get everything caught up. And now we're trying to get the Wolves roster caught up, which we're pretty close. We just have to get the Wiggins and the D'Angelo Russell stuff uh, kind of figured out what you're going through now. Again, the, the, the 2K game, anyways, they deemed Russell as untouchable, which is kind of interesting to me. Obviously, that's not the case, as we just traded for him. So it's kind of goofy there. So we are we are going to run a simulation from this point in the season, correct? From the trade, yeah. We started uh, we started right is, now, where the team is fifteen and thirty five, and uh, and see how the how two K projects the Wolves to finish out the rest of the year. So the only the only cap, the only thing we're running into is the problem that uh, the two K game at the moment, at least, doesn't have the ability to add. So they keep saying that if the Warriors trade three players away and only get one back, that they will have more than 15 players on their team. So try adding a fourth in, just somebody like on the super low level and just cut them. It's very strange to me. I don't know. So do... Nope, it still doesn't work. So the the game will not allow this trade to go through. I don't try know why. It with, try removing like Jacob I think Evans. what's happening is, I think it's wrong. I think it's meaning to say that we have too many players. Try removing Jacob Evans. Doesn't matter. And try just hit start, see what it says. 
So they'll do this trade. They'll let it go through, and we can just drop those other players and pick them up. That's fine. We can do it that way. Um, they did decline that offer because they don't have those other players to, to throw in. Yep. We'll put it through, and then we'll grab those players. What are your thoughts now? How good, how good could this Wolves team be the rest of the season? You know, we obviously need to temper our expectations. The Wolves aren't going to win 30-something straight games and I mean, not with that attitude. make the playoffs and all of this. But I think we should see an uptick in production. I think we'll see a re-motivated and happy cat. Uh, D'Angelo Russell coming through is going to reinvigorate the fan base. It's going to reinvigorate the team. And I think Gerson Rosas has shown Carl Anthony Towns and everybody on this roster he's going to do what it takes to to put a competitive product out there. Now, notice I didn't say championship product, but he picked up a bunch of expiring contracts for this year. He's going to move. Uh, you know, he moved players that were necessary, and come this off season, it's it's really going to be just a massive spectacle. Uh, and I am. Very excited uh, to see what uh, what the offseason holds for the Timberwolves. Work. We got the roster as close as we possibly could. Uh, an issue with getting Spellman and Evans on the team, but uh, we have placeholder players. Yeah, similar. So yep. Uh, but going over the roster as it looks right now, uh, D'Angelo Russell and Jordan McLaughlin are your point guards. Uh, shooting guards, you have Josh Akogi, Malik Beasley, Alan Crabb, Jalen Noel, and then um, Jacob Evans is like a two slash three. Multi-position player. Uh, small forwards would be, I guess, Jacob Evans would be one of them. But then you obviously have uh, Culver, Lehman. The game lists Hernan Gomez as a as a three. I would say he's more of a four slash three than a yes. three slash four. Yep. Um, we then have James Johnson. We have Jared Vanderbilt and Nas Reed and Carl Towns and, of course, Omari Spellman. Which, by the way, can I just say I'm super happy we kept Nas Reed and now we get to see him as our backup center. I don't think center. there was any chance he was going to go no. over there. I, I had backup it, center of the future, Nas Reed. Yeah phenomenal although he came in last night in last night's game and uh so he played really well to end the first half and then he comes in the second half and in the span of like three seconds gets three fouls like just like he just is so lost on defense he's been getting better but that was ugly it was not it was not great let's just say that oh we were wondering when the all-star break is by the way and that's coming up uh on the 14th so yeah so next week okay All right, so let's see. Uh, what, what are your predictions? I think we're going to win. We'll win at a higher rate than we did now. So 15 and, and 35 is what we were coming to the deadline. Let's finish with 30 wins. I want 30. I want the, the record. The goal should be 30 wins. If we can go 30 and 52. Now, well, but 30, so that's, oh, man. That's like, I'm, I'm setting to, the okay, bar so low. There's 32 games left. Winning half of them about is pretty Six, good. So 16, so yeah, 31. Not, yeah. 31, 31 wins. I think that's a great we have number. One win Rob. so far. It was against the Hornets. It was. Uh, other than that, it's been a lot of. We've had a tough schedule. You're talking yep. Clippers, Raptors, Celtics, Nuggets. Mavericks, Apparently, there was no revenge Heat, game. Mavericks. So we've lost all the games you would expect us to lose so far. Uh, I don't. There's no way we lose to the Magic. I'm gonna. That's. I'm gonna strongly disagree with that. And it's a home game too. Um, the one thing 2K did uh, that I think is a is an issue is that they have it so that the players we just signed are mad. 
That makes no sense. They they have we, and we've talked about how they have to do some correcting to the uh, well, so uh, to I, the the morale. I changed it. I took morale out of the equation. So that means two K when they did the roster update made them already angry about being in Minnesota. Like, come on. Yeah. Like, you can't do that. Uh, we beat the Magic the second time around, but otherwise we have not won any other games. We are, like, 2-12. and 12. We've won two games so far. It's bad. Like, it's really bad. And they're not close, by the way. Oh, we beat the Spurs. How do we beat the Spurs? We beat the Spurs. We lost to OKC by four. Uh, are we getting better? No, our chemistry still stinks. Um... We did beat the Blazers, though. I mean, but the we, Blazers lost to the, a great we lost team. to the Suns. How are we losing to the Suns? you got to beat the Suns because then you want Booker to go, all right, guys, I'm out of here. Yeah. <laughs> beat Portland again. Hey, twice in one week. I'll take that. We're at 20 wins, so 20 and 51. You could, you could, uh, we'd you have could, to win out. We'd to, beat the Spurs again. We'd have know. to win out to get 31 wins. Are you going to win against the Celtics? No. I don't think so. Oh, we we beat the Celtics. Holy cow! We're lost to the Lakers, though. We beat the Lakers. What? Let's go. Lost to the Mavs. We beat the Mavs. Holy crap! We're beating the Knicks. We're gonna lose to the Knicks for sure, and we did. We lost to the Knicks. I knew it. (laughs) Like, how do you lose to the Pistons too? By the way. Oh, good. We beat the Pistons. So lose to the Suns again because that'll figure. Oh no no we beat we beat the Suns. We gotta beat the Kings. You gotta beat the Kings. All right, so. Trending. This is all. This is exactly what you want. You're going to have a, a decent pick still, but you're trending in the right direction. Yeah. Towns is happy. Rough. We just beat the Lakers beat twice the Lakers in two again. weeks. Oh, we just hey, losing a 15 in LA to the Clippers is not bad. 29 and 53. I'm okay with. That's per. I'm that's fine two with games that. off yeah. our prediction. So uh, why don't you go over the superlatives, Kevin? Yeah. So Giannis gets uh, your most valuable player. No surprise there. Uh, Thirty points a game. Den- or uh, John ja Morant, your rookie of the year. I now I don't think it's as clear cut. By the way, as, for Ja for rookie of the year. Of course, I want. I want to touch want? on this. The other thing, the other person I think that should be at least in contention and serious talks is Kendrick Nunn. He's been really good. He's been very good, and I think, and we'll I'll talk about this more in depth on the next edition of the Howl. But I think rookie of the year. The the draft position should factor in to that decision. Because if you look at Ja, he's the number two overall pick. He should be one of the top performing rookies. Kendrick Nunn, yeah, where he can't... was taken, the skill set and the, the production that he's had, I think for me, like Kendrick Nunn would be more deserving of rookie of the year than Ja because of the expectations. But I don't think you can I do ultimately that, I ultimately think Ja will win, but I think Kendrick Nunn should be in the conversation as a serious. But the contender. other part of it is uh to live up to those expectations and maybe even surpass them, which Ja Morant has done. I agree. I and agree. he's made the Grizzlies I'm not gonna yes. say single handedly because like Dylan Brooks has been solid. Jaron Jackson they, Jr. They have other players, they but Justice they're not Winslow. doing that without John Morant. Exactly. Morant. Nope, so, I agree. Very impressive. Uh, Dennis Schroeder, your six man, Kawhi, your DPOI. Bam Adebayo, your uh, most improved. I think he probably does win that, actually. Yep. And Mike now that Budenholzer. Here, by the way, I don't care if he wins it. <laughs> yeah. Mike Budenholzer, your coach of the year. Uh, first team All-NBA, Luka, The Beard, Giannis, LeBron, and Jokic. And by the way, we turned off injuries. Keep that in mind. Yes. Uh, Damian Lillard, Trey Young, Cat, AD, and Kawhi, your second team. Drummond. Wow. Demar Demontis Sabonis, another guy by the way that might have a chance at winning Most Improved. Yeah, Demontis has uh, been and then phenomenal. Westbrook and Beal, your All NBA third team. Uh, Wolves do not make the playoffs. How far out were we, Rob? Go to um, the team status. Oops. Yeah, let's go take a look and see 
we were twelve games out. So yeah, that's 41 about right. Forty-one made the that's playoffs. That's about right. I'm curious though, if we go to power rankings, I wonder where we end, finish the season. You'd think it'd be pretty high. Uh, Twenty-three. It's not bad. No, it's not great. But it, I mean, considering how bad we were for when the after the trade deadline initially. Exactly. Yeah, it looks like all of them except for let's see, where Eric Benish. Yeah, we're right around twenty-three for all the different power I'm, rankings. I'm honestly okay with that. Yeah. Uh, this is something we'll come back to on the next edition of the Howl Rob. Um, do kind of the off season and growing this new franchise now. Uh, but we're going to sim through the playoffs here and see how this finishes out. LA is your one seed. Uh, the Clippers are your two seed. Denver's your three. Houston's four. Utah five. Dallas six. OKC seven. And Portland eight. Uh, by the way, Kevin, just because you have to go doesn't mean I'm not going to keep going because I definitely am. Oh, perfect. So your NBA champions are the uh, Sixers. Joel Embiid uh, apparently wins MVP. I find it hard to believe that the man that is can't even lead a players-only meeting, uh, if anyone didn't see that, right. uh, Josh Richardson had to lead it. I'm sorry, but you're not winning uh, finals MVP. And no. I, I, they're not, they're not going to win it. Uh, I will say I really want to see Lakers-Clippers in the uh, Western Conference Finals. There's no way, by the way, the Clippers win 4-0. On the Lakers? No, no. chance. No. It's uh, I mean, LeBron has basically dedicated the season to Kobe. They have a really, really good team. I, I just I don't see that. So, uh, but interesting nonetheless. Uh, before you head out, Kevin, we should definitely uh, get to the uh, draft lottery, though. So that sounds good to me. Let's see the Wolves. Move I already up. set up all the staff, uh, so we're good there. Obviously, I, I changed our assistant GM to A pluses all around because I mean, come on now, Gerson Rosas is an A plus GM at this point. We know it. Yep. We will take, let's take a look at league meetings before we do that, though. Uh, nothing passes. Uh, they did try to pass the shot clock changing, as well as uh, revert to system use in 2018. The worst team has a 25% pitch, ugh, percent chance at the number one pick because that got changed now. And since we don't have that first pick, we're bet we're okay with that. Yes. being. Uh, so we're probably – we didn't see where the finish, but I think we're in, probably going to be like the 8 to 12 range. Yeah, I think uh, I would probably say like – Six or seven. Uh, six. Six. So, fun fact, six is the, uh, historically, the sixth best odds is the team that moves up the most. Well, let's hope it's us. All right, so uh, let's take a look here and uh, go through. So, 14 is the Spurs. Uh, hopefully, uh, hopefully something changes. for uh, Not for them, obviously, but hopefully we end up moving up. So, they stick at 14. 13 is the Celtics. They also stick. And this is huge, by the way. I know that a lot of people say that the 2021 draft class is is so much better than the 2020, which is why we had to trade a 2021. Yep. But for me, I, I'm not worried about that. I think we're going to be better next year than we are this year, and that's why I think the pick could be more valuable. Exactly. Uh, Pelicans stay at 12. Suns stay at 11. Uh, so no changes so far. Right around 10 and 9 is where me and you have had some bad luck recently yeah. about teams jumping up. Uh, I'm glad the Bulls didn't move up, who historically have done that. All right, 9 is the Hornets. They get it at 9. So everything has stayed the same as we move to the 8 spot, which is the Washington Wizards. They oh, stay at 8. So here it is. This is where we find out if we move back. If we're picking at 7, that means we move back. New York Knicks. We did not move back, but uh, if the Knicks, I think that means we moved up. The Kings, Timberwolves, and Warriors have all moved into the top four. Let's go. 
Maybe LaMelo Ball coming our way? Let's do it. Uh, the Hawks get the sixth pick then. All right, so here we go. Uh, five is going to be uh, the Pistons, I guess, which they went, they're in full tank mode, by the way, now yes. they traded Drummond. I think that's, that's fair Good to say. Good for Drummond. All right, four. We're not fourth, right? Can't be. Hey, Kings are fourth. Top three. Top three. Top I told three. you. The sixth pick moves up, man. It, it just happens. Uh, top three is okay. I don't need to be one. I'm not greedy. No. I'm not I mean, I'll take it. I'll take number one, but I'm not. Top two. two. Give me the number one. Come number. on. Give me the number one overall pick. They say we have the best odds for the second pick. Ooh, we're two. I'll take two. I'm, dude, moving up from six to two, that's as good as it gets. Uh, the Cleveland Cavaliers win the lottery again. I mean, I'm not going to. No one. First of all, let's say this. Uh, they're not trying to rig it for the Cavs, but man, yeah. like ridiculous. But now this Cavs team. With Drummond, Kevin Love, Sexton, and Garland, and Jetty well, Osman. That's the, the Garland and Sexton picks have not worked out. I wonder if they're going to make some trades. So maybe. go right into the draft. We'll draft before I go. I got a little bit of time. Let's, uh, I just want to make sure that, yep, see, so I've noticed one thing that happens recently is that the training staff uh, lowers itself for some reason. Uh, so that's one thing you want to keep in mind. We always, when we're doing these simulations, we make the training staff better, number one, because the Wolves have one of the best training staffs there is, and I, and I like Ryan's ability to make players better. So to me, I always think it's most realistic to give us those four training camps. Yep. So we have it set up there for that. Let's take a look at the NBA draft. So Kevin's going to stay, see who we can draft. And, of course, uh, oh, they found an issue with Lamelo and an injury. And Theo Maladin. And Theo Maladin. So Although maybe... injuries have been turned off, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> Good to know, though. I don't think in real life. Well, he is hurt, actually. Yeah. He's missed a bunch, a large part of the season. So. so Cleveland's on the clock. They take another point guard, Cole Anthony. So they took Cole Anthony. By the way, has not been that impressive, but he's been hurt. I watched his most recent game where he played, uh, I think it was on Saturday. And uh, he looked pretty good. But uh, I had a friend, uh, Travis Lauchek who I talked to on Twitter, yep. and he kind of compares him to Dennis Smith Jr. I don't want Dennis Smith Jr. I, I want a guy that's got that upside. So there's a lot of other players that I think we'll look at. Denny Abdija is an interesting player. I think uh, for us, though, another ball hander would be nice. We need a point guard. Well, we don't need a point guard. We just got D'Angelo Russell. Oh, that's right. I, it still doesn't <laughs> feel real to me. Oh, my gosh. Uh, I know. It just, it, it just hasn't set in. I do, I do really like Anthony Edwards. Um, as an option here, uh, man, I think you got to go Anthony Edwards. Yeah, I'm good. I think I think he's as good as he is. So now, just, just to just to humor me, Rob, throw oh, the wait, wait. The only thing I'll say is, what about looking at a Devin Booker trade? Would they? I mean, you can do a trade finder. Do you think they? Do you think they second would? second overall pick? I mean that's a, that's not a it's not that's nothing so to see, scoff yeah, at. See if there's something they want for Booker. They said no, but I think what if we put together a trade Kay. and see if they'll do let's it. Let's try it. We're gonna uh, we're gonna well, let's keep it we'll we'll keep it live. We'll yeah. see if there's so, anything else. Second there. overall pick, obviously. Uh, they're claiming the Stepion rule, but that's not. Oh wait a minute! It is because we on traded our 2021 20, on draft night. You can trade it on draft night. So that's actually incorrect. That's right. We would make the pick and yep. then trade it. Yep. So that is possible. So actually, well, the problem there is they won't let us do it. Make, how about make the trade and then try again? What do you mean? Or so oh, make, make the, the draft pick. So draft. Oh, that's uh, worth it. That's worth a shot. Draft Anthony Edwards. Shooting guard for shooting guard. Uh, 
they're they I don't know that that's who they want though. Do you think that's well? He's got the best value though. Yeah, that, that, exactly. So 2K does say that he has the best value. All right, so we're gonna draft. So now hit start. We do have way too many wings now. We <laughs> that's do. a different thing. Now go to trade proposed trade and see if we can do it there. Yep. All right. So okay, I think we can. Okay, that's good. That's good. All right. So then we'll go to the Suns and we'll take a look here. I'm very curious. Just straight up, right? I think we'd have to include more. Oh, they said no. <laughs> oh, he has a counter. Anthony Edwards and Jalen Noel. Done. For I, Devin Booker. I cannot accept this quick enough. Do it. Unbelievable. Do it. Do it. Boom. Woo! And that was that they came back to yep. they came back with to that to us with that trade. Dynasty. There's your big three right there. Yep. I think that's where Kevin needs to say I need adios. To leave. I need to that's leave. as good as it gets. We've got more uh, coming up on the Howl. Again, you're listening to Dash Radio's Nothing But Net channel. All right, here we go. Jumping into uh, this would be the 2020-2021 season. Taking a look at the roster, we went through all the offseason, and we were able to correct a few things as well that we were having issues with in, in season number one. So we have uh, point guards D'Angelo Russell. We drafted Ashton Haggins. Uh, for anyone that doesn't know who he is, he's out of Kentucky. And then we have Travis Glover, would be our kind of emergency point guard, as well as a two-way guy. Uh, shooting guards, we have Devin Booker, Josh Okogie, Malik Beasley, and Jacob Evans III. Small forwards, Jarrett Culver, Jake Lehman, Juan Hernan Gomez, and Keelan Martin. Power forwards, Amari Spellman, James Johnson, Jared Vanderbilt, and Jamal Reese is our two-way. Centers, Towns, and Reed. I'm not worried about that. You can play a guy like maybe uh, some emergency minutes for Amari if you need to at that center position. Uh, same with uh, Jamal Reese, who's our two-way prospect. So I think we've got enough flexibility where only having two standard point or two standard centers uh, isn't going to be, uh, for my money anyways, I don't think it's going to be a huge issue. Obviously, the big thing is our big three of Carl Anthony Towns and, of course, Devin Booker and D'Angelo Russell. Let's take a look. Uh, we're three games in just so the game can kind of tabulate. And we're going to go to the power rankings. Let's see what they think. We are 11th according to NBA.com. 2K Sports, they, uh, wow, they have us basically dead last, 29th. And then uh, Eric Benish uh, agrees uh, 12th, which is pretty good. So a pretty good start. We're going to jump ahead to the trade deadline and uh, take a look. Speaking of the trade, speaking of the trade deadline, uh, again for uh, for anyone that uh, is tuning in late here on Dash Radio's Nothing But That Channel, or if you're tuning in to the podcast version of this, uh, which of course can be found on anywhere from Spotify to Podient to iTunes, um, a lot went down as far as the Timberwolves and the uh, NBA is concerned. Uh, this is probably, I would say, one of the best trade deadlines for sure in recent memory. I can't remember. I can't sit there and say, oh, man, remember this one? No, there's, this was it. This was the big trade deadline. Um, and we'll go over uh, some of the deals uh, that kind of had. Uh, we already went and talked to him a little bit when Kevin was still here. But uh, just as we're uh, simulating, so far, by the way, the Wolves are sitting at 6-4. and four, uh, 7 and 4, sorry, uh, early on in the season. So a ton of, uh, obviously, a ton of deals ended up going out uh, throughout the day. And there's a, a number of, uh, of good ones, bad ones, uh, uh, you name it. Uh, some teams made trades. We talked about it earlier, but uh, the, 
the Cleveland and the Detroit Pistons trade. I think that Cleveland, uh, you know, really fleeced Detroit. Obviously, the big issue is going to be can they re-sign him? And I think uh, it's going to be interesting to see what he decides to do, Andre Drummond. But if they can resign him, uh, maybe maybe they make a an interesting uh, a team there. You know, you've got Sexton, you've got Garland, you've got Kevin Love, Andre Drummond, add another top pick, and we'll see what happens. Obviously, in our simulation, the Cavaliers won the uh, NBA draft lottery and took another point guard. Hopefully, that's not what they do, at least for their fan base. But a few other um, uh, little minor moves we'll mention. Uh, Detroit waived guard uh, Tim Frazier. And the reason why guards can be important is that the Wolves are now, we have one roster spot still available in real life. And so we'll see how they end up, uh, what they end up doing with that as far as uh, bringing another point guard in. Because my understanding is that they'd like to do that. Uh, A couple teams that didn't make any deals would be the Pacers and the uh, Oklahoma City Thunder. Uh, The Clippers, Knicks, and Wizards, they did have that three-team trade. Marcus Morris and Isaiah Thomas go to the Clippers. Jerome Robinson to the Wizards. Mo Harkless and a 2020 first-round pick to the Knicks. Philadelphia traded James Ennis to the Magic for a second-round pick. Washington traded Jordan McRae to Denver for uh, previously Timberwolf Shabazz Napier. Uh, One thing they added, uh, future second-round pick to the Pistons, uh, the lesser of Golden State or Cleveland's 2023 pick, including... Uh, with that pick are Knight and Henson. And obviously, uh, we were able to join that big Miami-Memphis deal, and we traded Gorgie Jang for James Johnson. The third team that almost could have been as part of that deal would have been the Oklahoma City Thunder if they could have found a way to add in Gallinari, and it would have made some sense. But in the end, they, uh, they do stay out of that. And uh, there was some initial age, uh, there were some initial uh, questions on the, tw- the second-round pick, the Wolves, Included in the pick or in the trade for D'Angelo, it is in fact a 2021, not a 2022. The reason why that's big is uh, the the rumors are at least the 2022 will be that double draft, so it's important uh, for that. Uh, Houston traded Jordan Bell to Memphis for Bruno Caboclo, so and in addition they also exchange uh, second round picks as well. So one of those interesting, uh, just kind of minor things, but a couple guys the Wolves let go of had already moved on to greener pastures. By the way, the Wolves in our simulation, 25-11 and 11 as we're hitting the midway point in January. Very, very solid squad. Team's doing well. Good chemistry. Lots to like there. Uh, for In addition, by the way, we mentioned this earlier, but I'll say it again. Uh, the pick, the first-round pick in 2021 that we did give up is a top three protected, and then it becomes unprotected in 2022. I would argue it's good if it actually does. You, you want it to convey next season. If it doesn't, that means you had a bad season, first of all. Or you got lucky in the lottery, but really, it's a bad season because you didn't make the playoffs. That's the only way you have a chance to get a top three pick. So those are things to keep in mind. Uh, Clippers traded guard Derek Walton Jr. to the Hawks for cash. Uh, Justice Winslow, Deanne Waiters, and James Johnson uh, were the pieces, by the way, that were going from Miami to Memphis in the uh, Andre Iguodala, Solomon Hill, and Jay Crowder swap. Uh, Dre Crowder and Jimmy Butler have a little bit of a history as being sort of enemies. Now, again, I think at, at every point in every player's career, they probably had Jimmy Butler as an enemy at some point. So I think that's not too surprising. Uh, those are some of the deals that ended up coming down at least uh, last minute. Part of the reason why this was so important was Leon Rose. Um, the Knicks made him. Now, he was a, a player agent, and uh, he is the franchise's uh, next president. And some reports have talked about how 
the Knicks were going to ramp up their pursuit of D'Angelo Russell at that point, and they were going to try to do what we've done now in this simulation, which is bring the big three together of Devin Booker, Carl Towns, and D'Angelo Russell. To me, this feels very similar to when the, when the Wild brought in uh, Suter and Parisi. I'm hoping that this goes a little better for uh, the Wolves. We've been offered a lot of deals for some of our big-name players, specifically Russell. So people think he's uh, able to be had. I'm going to tell you right now, guys, he's not. He's not going anywhere. Uh, a funny thing, we got offered uh, by the Rockets, uh, Robert Covington and Jordan Bell for Jarrett Culver and Jake Lehman. Not going to happen. Trade deadline is just a couple weeks away here in the simulation. We're not playing as well as we had originally in the season. We're 29-18 and 18 currently. So a little bit of a... Uh, a mixed bag, if you will. It's not all good. We've, in fact, over the last three weeks, a lot, and I, I mean that, a lot of losses. I don't know what it is, but we just are really struggling right now. We're gonna pass through the All Star break. Um, my guess is we probably had at least one guy that ends up gonna make that team. Uh, they actually now, uh, Rockets again say, can you give us Coving or will you take Covington? We'll give you, you can, sorry, you can give us a Kogi and a second round swap. We're going to keep things uh, status quo at the moment here. And as the trade deadline is about to hit, we are 30 and 20. So that's pretty solid. Not, not perfect, but it's decent. Um, let's take a look at contract extensions as well. Uh, Josh Okogi, uh, he will not re-sign. James Johnson won't re-sign, but that doesn't... Or Sorry, James Johnson, James Johnson will re-sign, uh, but we're obviously not going to re-sign him. Uh, Jared Vanderbilt's undecided. Keelan Martin is ineligible because we, ha we only have him on a, a one-year deal. Josh Okoge, though, won't re-sign. That's kind of odd. My guess is we'll find a way to be able to keep him, though. So, All right, so looking at the trade deadline, uh, are there any moves that we want to make necessarily? And I think just for uh, the purposes of kind of seeing how this roster actually you know, does long-term, we're not going to make any deals. We're going to stick with it as is. Here we go. Uh, on the last day, we get offered Jared Allen and Spencer Dinwiddie for T'Angelo Russell and James Johnson. Obviously, we're not doing that. And here we go, February 12th, and we are moving past the trade deadline and the contract extension deadline, and we'll see what happens. We're on a little mini, uh, looks like a two-game win streak, but uh, that was quickly ended by the Pelicans. Although you write the ship really quickly against the Mavs, you lose, though, to the Hawks. Again, we talk about being a mixed bag, and that is exactly what this season has been. Although too many losses for me, I get that it's early on, and maybe we need to have better role players surrounding that big three. But so far, anyways, it has not been uh, what you hoped for uh, in year number two. It's an improvement. And at this point, it does seem like you're going to finish in the 40-something win category, which would be pretty good. I don't think you're necessarily going to complain about that, but you'd like it to be higher. If you're going to put and you're going to go all in on those three players, the, the floor has to be higher. The ceiling has to be higher. And we're not seeing that, at least early on. But maybe it's one of those things where you get into the playoffs and they just find a way to, to get it done. Maybe it's just one of those things where regular season isn't for us. We're not exactly getting blown out by anyone. We had a nice win against the 76ers, a nice win against the Raptors, a close loss to the Bucks. So at least you're playing pretty good basketball uh, in terms of scores, although two really bad games against the Thunder and then the Spurs, uh, followed up by a win against the Rockets. Here we are sitting towards the end of March, 
39 and 29. And we just get a win against the Clippers, which is huge. Gets us to 40 wins. Keep in mind, you're listening and you're tuned in to Dash Radio's Nothing But Net channel. We are the Howl. And we are taking a look at what's it going to look like now that the Wolves have D'Angelo Russell. And at least in this simulation, if they also were able to add Devin Booker. 43 and 30. Got to figure they make the playoffs. Just had a nice win against the Grizzlies. A nice win against the Mavs. And actually, two, two wins against the Grizzlies back-to-back. Uh, we beat a, a lowly Cavs team. We lose to a, a lowly Pistons team, unfortunately. And here we go, uh, April 11th, 46-31. and 31. We have three games left. And we're going win and win against the Lakers, which is huge. And here we go, coming up against uh, Devin Booker's former team, the Suns. I think that's where we close it out or get close to it. We lose to the Suns, so a revenge game for their team, apparently. Uh, we then lose to the Thunder, and we, we end on a good note, though. We do get a win against the Jazz. We finish the season 49-33. and 33. Let's take a look at superlatives. Giannis is your MVP. No shock there. Cole Anthony is your Rookie of the Year. DeMarcus Cousins is your sixth man. Kawhi is Defensive Player of the Year. Kristaps is most improved. And Mike Budenholzer, again, your Coach of the Year. Looking at the stats, Carl Towns, all-NBA first team, which is pretty fantastic. All-NBA second team, no one on that list. So both uh, Devin Booker and D'Angelo Russell do not make any of the all-NBA teams, unfortunately. And no one on the all-defensive teams either. All-rookie, I don't believe we would make that list, although I'd be interested to see uh, who does. Anthony Edwards, by the way, first team all-rookie. That was who we traded to the Suns. No one else really uh, jumps off the page necessarily. So we finish as the three seed. We're taking on the six seed, the Portland Trailblazers. 1-0 we are up. 2-0 we are up. 2-1. 2-2. Not looking good. 2-3 we go down. And we just bought eliminated in round number one. If it actually works out that way, nobody's going to be happy. I think we can all agree there. Uh, at least in year number one of those three being your mainstays, that's bad. That is not good. Losing in round number one with those guys, it's just not. That's not going to be acceptable. Uh, part of the problem is we don't have a lot of veterans, so it's going to be important to really, um, I guess, uh, add to the depth of this team. You think about it, our backup point guard was someone that was a rookie, not a great overall, definitely had some room to grow, and you're going to hope that he does get better and he does improve. But that's one thing to consider. You need a better, uh, I think, more of a veteran presence. Because if you talk, if you think about it, both, you know, ta- whether it's Towns, Booker, those guys are all 24, 25 years old at this stage. You need some more, uh, a more veteran presence in that locker room, something we just did not have. And I think that's going to be pretty important uh, to what we end up building. Now, here's the problem. 2021, and we don't have a draft pick. We traded ours. It would have been, looks like it would have been the the 26th pick. So keep that in mind. It's not like we had to end up giving up a good pick uh, as far as what we gave up in the trade for D'Angelo Russell. So that's, I think that to me is, is kind of the interesting point, what it ends up being. I mean, who knows? It's going to be tough to figure that out. Uh, it's going to take time. 
before you realize what uh, what we the full value is of what we end up giving up. But so far, I think uh, we were pretty happy with making it that next step. But things have got to get better. Now, if we jump ahead uh, to the NBA draft, let's take a look and see. I don't think we have any any picks in this one, unfortunately. But I think it's worth it at least seeing. Uh, we do actually. We did end up trading for a pick from the Rockets, which we were able to get. So we do have a second round pick in the NBA draft. Let's simulate to that pick, and we ha- we do use we are using the actual draft classes of these two seasons. So that's the other thing to keep in mind. Looking at the best available player, best available player actually is a small forward, uh, Scotty Barnes. And as a small forward, I think that's not a bad option. Another good option would be grabbing someone that's more of like a power forward. You figure we lost James Johnson, but I think what we'll end up doing is grabbing Scotty Barnes, best player available. Maybe he can play some four as well. Uh, so that's going to do it for that. And then we'll jump through to the rest of the offseason here. We'll go through, try to add some extra players, and we'll see where we're at to start the 21-22 season. You're listening to Dash Radio's Nothing Minute channel. We are the Howl. All right, so we jump back in. Let's take a look at the roster now for the 21-22 season. We have DeAndre Russell and Ashton Haggins. Uh, we have Devin Booker, Josh Okogie, Malik Beasley, Jacob Evans, as well as Don Floyd, a two-way prospect. Small forwards, we have Jarrett Culver, Jake Lehman, Juan Hernan Gomez, and Scotty Barnes. Power forwards, Omari Spellman, P.J. Tucker, who we got on a one-year min deal, and C.J. Carter. And centers, we have Carl Towns, Dwayne Dedman, who we got on a one-year min deal, and Nas Reed. So we tried to get at least at least that a little bit. We wanted to add uh, a little bit of a, uh, a veteran presence. I think that's going to be pretty important uh, for what this team is building. I, I like Josh Okogie's growth, who's started to get really good. He's um, already at like an 82 or 83 overall, so that's pretty cool to see. And hopefully uh, this season brings us a little closer to really what we're expecting from this big three. Power rankings, the uh, NBA.com has us eighth. 2K Sports has us, man, they just don't like us, 28th. And... Eric Benish has us eighth. So I like the idea of top 10. Not a big fan of uh, being towards the end or the, towards the bottom of the pack. We'll see who ends up being right. We're going to uh, jump through now. We'll simulate to the trade deadline, take a look from there at how the team is doing. This is definitely going to be a simulation we try to run again. I just think the way that we set this up, I don't think it was uh, as ideal roster construction as it could have been around our big three. So that's something uh, definitely to consider. Uh, one thing that's interesting, we just got offered uh, DeMontis Sabonis for Jarrett Culver and a first-round pick, and uh, 100% we're doing that trade. So there's things like that. We tried to kind of just keep things as is and not make a lot of changes, but I do think it's going to be ever-changing, and more moves are going to be made. And we know Rosas, and we know what he, what the kind of the way he works. And so I think being a little more flexible next time with uh, – what we end up doing with the roster I think is going to be important. I think we there's better ways uh, to shape the rest of the team around our big three. So it's something to consider. Uh, we're past the trade deadline now. We're sitting at 21 and 29. Not great to say the least. Uh, before we move on any further, though, I'm going to take a look and see if anyone's eligible or willing to re-sign. It looks like uh, Jake Lehman's willing to re-sign. 
He's looking at for not a lot of money. I don't know. We'll probably wait on that. You have Nas Reed, who's uneasy, and it looks like he doesn't want to resign, but we can probably figure that out at a later date. But other than that, no one else is really uh, looking at this moment. And here we go into the second half of the season. Hopefully it's a little better. We definitely solidified our power forward position, obviously, with Sabonis now. Hopefully that makes a difference. We shall see what ends up coming from there. And here we go. Second half of the season uh, starts off with a W, uh, but then, of course, a close loss to the Spurs and then a close loss to the Rockets. Moving on, we have a few games uh, left against some pretty good teams. You uh, Nice win against the Suns, which is good to see. We take on the Raptors, get another good win. Taking on one of the other up-and-coming teams that probably for years to come we'll be going against, the Hawks, who unfortunately blow us out of the water. Not even competitive. Uh, nice win against the Cavaliers. Again, we talked about it. It's ups and downs with this squad. And I do think we just need to have uh, some more flexibility or a better handle of how we're going to actually do the rest of the roster if you were to complete the big three of Towns, Russell, and Booker. I don't think the players that we end up putting around these guys really end up being ideal uh, matches uh, for how we want this to go. And we've also seen 2K tends to side with teams that actually do have a good mix of veterans. We don't have that. We are very much a team that is young. Come on in. The season has ended 38-44. and 44. Definitely not the a record we were hoping for. Um, let's take a look at Sparotas, then we'll see if we made the playoffs. Although I would guess we probably did not, unfortunately. I think we made we made the moves a little too little too late. Uh, so Giannis is your MVP. Bull Bull Rookie of the Year. Dennis Schroeder, Sixth Man of the Year. Defensive Player of the Year is Giannis. RJ Hampton is your most improved. And Coach of the Year is Lloyd Pierce. Looking at the All-NBA teams... Uh, Carl Towns makes All-NBA third team, uh, but no one else makes any of the All-NBA teams for us. Um, All-defensive, no one on that list either. And All-rookie, nope, no one makes it there as well. And it looks like we did miss the playoffs, unfortunately. We missed it by two games. That's how close it was. Uh, pretty crazy, unfortunately. That is where we're going to end it, but we're going to do more on this uh, on next week's episode. This was just kind of a quick uh, glimpse into uh, the what could be, and we'll dive more into it once we get an idea of kind of how the team's gelling and things like that. You're list- you've been listening to Dash Radio's Nothing Minute channel, and we are the Howl. Tune in next week as we will have more in terms of this trade and how the games go this weekend, and we'll see uh, when D'Angelo Russell ends up actually joining the team.